Good morning. Welcome. Thank you for joining our online church service from Essa Congregation. It's a privilege to share God's word with you in such a way. Thank you for your effort. Thank you that you make time in your life to be part of our um, church service this morning. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we can be busy with your word, or rather that your word will keep on being busy with us. Thank you for this amazing privilege to, to share scripture with each other. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we may be your vessels with whom you want to work and in whose life you want to make a difference. We know that you are the one that makes a difference, Lord Jesus. You are the one that gives life. You are the one that knows what's going on in our lives, in our hearts, in our minds. And if we come this morning, it's our prayer, Lord Jesus, that you will, you will work, you will, you will um, sow the seed of the word in our lives and in our hearts and in our minds. And thank you that we can share scripture. Thank you that your words will never grow old. It will always do something new. That's our prayer this morning, Holy Spirit, that you will plant this work in our lives, minds, hearts, and that this word will change us, will form us, will bring growth, the growth you want. Pray this in your holy name. Amen. Our scripture reading this morning is from Mark chapter 4 in London Ward. We are busy with the series, Just Jesus. Um, this is the third week. Um, thank you for following it. If you want to be involved with it, just contact us. We will send you the necessary information or just visit our website. We're reading this morning Mark chapter 4, the, the parable of the sower. Again, Jesus began to teach by the lake. The crowd that gathered round him was so large, they got into a boat and set it out on the lake. While all the people were along the shore at the water's edge, he taught them many things by parables. And in his teachings, he said, Listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed. And as he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where he did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among the thorns which grew up and choked the plants so that they did not bear again, bear grain. Still other seed fell on good soil, it came up, grew and produced a crop, some multiplying 30, some 60, some 100 times. And Jesus said, Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. When he was alone, the twelve and the others around him asked him about the parables. Verse 13. Then Jesus said to them, Don't you understand this parable? The farmer sows the word. Some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. And as soon as they hear it, Satan comes and take away the word that was sown in them. Others like seeds sown on rock others like seeds sown on rocky places hear the word and at once receive it with joy, but since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. 
Still others, like seed sown among thorns, hear the word. But the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth and the desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. Others, like seed sown on good soil, hear the word, accept it, produce a crop, some 30, some 60, some 100 times what was sown. That concludes our scripture reading. Jesus tells the story about a sower, and it was, wasn't something strange. People knew how a sower worked. They have seen it. Maybe some of them that listened to him, they were sowers themselves. Um, so it's not a strange idea he works with. But the interesting thing about Jesus and um, the parables he tells is that with parables, he always come to a point where he challenged people to say, but are you sure you understand it? Why, why don't you go back and listen to it again? Maybe you missed something. Maybe there's something new in this story. Maybe you missed something this morning. Maybe you must go back and listen to it again. Maybe the Lord's want to tell you something this morning that you never heard before. Um, maybe you want to use this in your life today in a way that you didn't even expect it's going to be changed, used. But the interesting thing about the story is it talks about sowing. And, and those in the farmer community will tell, tell you that sowing, there's a few principles that's important when you start to, to sow. The one important thing is that seed grows best in good and well-prepared soil. In the parable that Jesus told, the seed fell on four different spots. It fell, and it fell on the hard road, hard rocky road. Um, sometimes the word, that's the seed, are being sown. And because of the hardness of our hearts and our minds, we don't hear it. So we're not open for it. Sometimes we're so busy, we're on our own road, busy with things that so much more important that there's no place for God's word in our hearts. I don't know if that's where you are this morning, but challenge yourself. Ask yourself if, if that's true. The second place where the seed fell is on, um, on the rocks. Um, it says that um, the the soil was shallow there. There wasn't there wasn't much depth, um, and and as soon as trouble starts, persecution comes, people back off. Um, and 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 so sometimes the word comes and it doesn't get chance to 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 to, to root in the ground, doesn't get start to 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 grow because. We're so worried about things that happen in our life, about the price, about the choice to follow God's word that we would rather back off, say nothing, do nothing, and the word dies. The third place where seed fell is among the thorns. Um, sometimes in life there's things that keeps our minds and our hearts so busy that there's no place for God's word. And the scripture 
talks about three things, about worries, about greed, about lust. And if these things are rampant in your life, it will kill God's word. The word won't get chance, won't get light, won't get feet, won't get water, won't, won't stand a chance to grow. And sometimes the word falls in good soil and then it produces fruit. 30 times, 60 times, 100 times. And I honestly believe that we in our mind sometimes think that God's word can't do that. It can't change me. It can't make that big of a difference. But what if it does? What if it has the potential to change everything? Interesting thing about the story is that people are on different times in their life, on different places. Sometimes we are the road. Sometimes we're so busy with other things we don't even hear the word. Sometimes we are like, um, like the, the 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 piece of piece of soil where there was rocks in. Sometimes we are just happy looking for an easy answer that we're not willing to go deep, not willing to hold on to the word, and we lose it. Sometimes in our lives there is. There's sin, there's worry, there's greed, there's lust. It kills God's word. We are not always good soil. We are on different places, different stages in our lives. And people's reaction differ. Sometimes it's negative. Sometimes it's they accept the word. Sometimes they ignore it. Sometimes they even even angry about the word. And still, the sower goes out, spread his seed everywhere. So maybe we must have more patience and more grace with ourselves and with other people who are in a different place in their lives. We all need the word, but sometimes situations in our lives make that the word can't do what it's supposed to do. But there's always hope. There's always hope that the seed will fall on the ground and will start to germinate and start to grow and produce fruit. doesn't matter if you're on the road today. doesn't matter if you are the uh, shallow ground or if there's so much in your life that kills the word. The potential is still there that God's word will make a difference, will change you, will change your world. Don't close your heart for his word. Don't back off. Don't underestimate the power of God's word in your life this morning. Um, it's good farming practice to prepare the soil for a big harvest. It's good farming practice to expect a big harvest. Maybe that's what you've got to do, to prepare your heart for God's word. What role does a word play in your life?
how much chance do you give the word to germinate, start to grow? Don't ignore the word. Don't take it for granted. Don't go there to look for easy, shallow answers. Don't let the worries and greed and lust take you away from God's word. Kills it your life. Open your heart for God's word. Because the second principle is that only he can make it grow. Sometimes we get frustrated because we want to change people. We want to change ourselves and it doesn't happen. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 and 18 says that God makes us new. It's only his work. So I hope that you have come to a point in your life where you realize that, that God changes people. God changes you. God changes me. He's the one that starts the growth. We can't change people. We can't even change ourselves. Scripture tells us that God's work on our inside. And we may believe that, that he and his word has got the potential to change us, to grow us. Um, so don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on people who don't want to change. Don't keep, give up on situations that, that you sometimes feel you're stuck in. Give God's word a chance. Because growth is always slow. It takes place in baby steps. You think how you measured your kid. Baby steps. And everyone that knows something about growth will tell you it takes time. But trust the growth potential of the seed. Trust the growth potential of God's word. Trust the difference it can make in your life. Trust God that he will do what he promised to do. Third important principle. The first thing is that we need good ground. God let grow. And the third thing is that all growth starts small. Um, we are at the end, hopefully, of a pandemic when small, almost impossible to see little virus chains the world. Um, and it's interesting, the answer, solution is also small. Don't underestimate the power of small in your life. Take, take your little faith. Take this word of God this morning. Plant it. Put the seed in the ground. Cultivate it. Open your heart up for God to work. Keep close to Him. Trust Him for growth. Give it chance to germinate. Start to grow. Nothing starts big. Everything starts small. Everything. So some of the best ideas in the world start with one small thought. Do you know what's possible in our, our lives if we 
think of that way about God and His Word. If you take one small word of God and say, this word is going to change my heart and you believe it and you open your heart up for God to work, you know what's possible? You know what can happen? But it looks as if the soil has got a role to play as well. The attitude and openness of your heart. What you allow in your life, in your mind, the road you on, everything plays a role. So maybe, maybe today is your chance to say, I'm going to try it differently. I'm going to read this parable again because that was the idea with parables. I'm going to, to read it in another translation. I'm going to spend time with it. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to ask myself hard questions. Where am I? How open am I? How am I willing to change? Maybe, maybe Jesus said the same. He said, it's, it's, it's more than listening with your ears and with your mind. It's listening with your heart to God's word. What's he say, telling you this morning? What's he saying? Maybe you must read the story differently. Maybe think yourself into a situation where you were part of that first crowd he told the story to. Um, don't, don't be satisfied with a shallow, quick read of the scripture. Think about it. Put it in your heart. Put it in your mind. What are you going to do with this word? In what way does it challenge your own hardness of your own heart? In what way does it challenge your own simplicity Simple way of being busy with his word. In what way does it challenge your greed, your worries, your lust? In what way does it challenge you to grow? You know where growth starts? If you look at biology, growth's conception start is the cause of intimacy. Without intimacy, there can't be growth. Without being close to God, without following Jesus, without spending time in His Word, without making time for Him, without opening your heart and mind for Him, growth can't take place. Maybe that's what this parable wants to challenge us with. Open your heart. Listen to the Word. Give God's word chance to change your life. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for the word. And not only for scripture, but for the living word. Thank you for Jesus and how he changed everything. And thank you for the difference that you want to make in our hearts and our minds, in our lives. Thank you for his words. Oh, Jesus, you know where we are this morning, what's in our hearts and minds and on what road we are. and What are we struggling with and what are we worried about? 
what do we lust and what do we uh, uh, what are we greedy about you know our motives you know our fears you know everything that's in our heart and mind we want to trust you we want to open ourselves up for you and your word to work to change us thank you that you don't give up on us that you will keep on sowing good seed thank you that your word has the potential to grow and to change our lives I pray this in your holy name amen You have opportunity to bring an offering. There's a lot of options available, you see it there. Thank you for contributing in such a way to the ministry. I want to bless you. I want to tell you that I believe that the Lord will work through His Spirit and through His Word in your life. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.